Good afternoon, Tulane fans, and welcome to another episode of Fear the Wavecast. I'm your host, Kelly Camarda, and I am delighted to be joined today by two of our star basketball players, Jalen Forbes and Kevin Cross. Uh, Jalen, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Good, man. And Kevin, what's up, brother? How you been? What's up? What's up? All is well. How are you? Good. So let's get into it. Let's start talking about your your backgrounds and where you came from and how you got to Tulane. So, Jalen, you grew up in, in Florence, Mississippi. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And where'd you go to high school? Uh, I went to Florence High School, a small high school in, in the city. And if I read correctly, you were the number 84 player in the country on Rivals your senior year, so you had a lot of options. Talk uh, about something that, that offered you. Uh, I had – I really can't remember all of them because um, once I feel like once Alabama offered me, I pretty much had my eyes set. So I know I had Alabama, Southern Miss, um, Kansas State, um, and it was a lot more. But I had like Texas who was interested, and so I had a pretty decent amount of schools. But it sounds like once you had your eyes set on Alabama from the beginning. Yeah, and once I I took my first visit there, and after that I was like, yeah, I, I just want to go to Alabama. Did you play any other sports in high school? Uh, I played football my freshman year, but after that, uh, my mom made me. She was like, yeah, you gotta you gotta stop because she seen that I've been better at basketball, so she made me stop playing football. Really. Awesome, and Kevin, you grew up in Little Rock, is that right? Yes, sir. Uh, where'd you go to high school? Where and tell us about your high school experience. Okay, so yeah, I started off. I started off at Parkview uh, for my freshman and sophomore year, and uh, my uh, junior year, I ended up transferring to, uh, to Mills University Studies High School. I went to law school at the University of Arkansas, and I know that it is almost impossible to get a kid out of Arkansas if Arkansas offers. And did I read correctly that you got a scholarship offer from the, from the Razorbacks? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I uh, th- my my recruitment and stuff picked up kind of late uh, out of high school. And um, I ended up getting my ACT score like around like the um, like the last time around the ACT. So like scholarships and stuff was filled up everywhere and my recruitment picked up kind of late. So, yeah, Arkansas ended up offering me and stuff. And then when I entered the transfer portal, they offered me again. But I I had already had my mind made up. Well, let's talk about that. So both of you guys are transfers. Both of y'all have hit the transfer portal in the past. And uh, let's start with you, Kevin. Why did you transfer from Nebraska? Okay, so, yeah, uh, all my freshman year, all my freshman year, I played kind of like out of position. I was going like a five man. So um, coming around like the second year, I didn't I didn't want to transfer, but coming around the second year, I didn't I didn't know what I was going to get myself into. And I didn't. I, I felt like I didn't want to waste another year. Um, so I ended the transfer portal and I tested my luck. And what made you um, interested in Tulane? Uh, knowing, knowing Coach Mock, Coach Mock recruited me. Coach Mock, me and Coach Mock has been like a close contact since like, I want to say I was around like in the eighth grade. Yeah, so uh, being, being able to know him and kind of like get a background on Coach Hunter and stuff like that, it was a good feel for me. So you say, Coach Mock, that's Sean Mock, our director of recruiting. And so those relationships that you build with coaches and recruiters, those are important. 
Oh, yeah, very. Um, now, Jalen, what about you? What made you interested in transferring after your first year at Alabama? Well, my first year at Alabama, they had actually going to the, the head coach that had recruited me had got fired, actually. So I was there with a coach who didn't recruit me. So my first year, he didn't really pay me as much. So he was, like, trusting, like, the older guys. So I felt like I never really got the chance to show what I could really do. And so after COVID had hit, we came back to Alabama and we had a meeting or whatever. And I planned on staying, but he just kept recruiting the same people in my position. So I was just like, I don't think he really want me here. So I just tested my luck and Tulane came about. I talked to Coach Mark, same as Kev, just about every day. And so I actually have known, I didn't know Coach Hunter, but I actually knew of him from when he actually fell off the stool. So I, that was a great moment. So, um, yeah, and then I'm actually, like, familiar with Louisiana, so, because I play AAU out here. So, it's always been a second home, so I just fell in love with it instantly. That's great. I think Coach Hunter's been recruiting off that fall for a long time, probably. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> so, You've answered the question, why Tulane? So how has your Tulane experience been so far, Jalen? Uh, it's been great. I mean, this year alone, I feel like it's just been amazing just having fans back in the gym and just seeing how loud it gets in Devlin. I mean, that's just unbelievable. And just the school-wise, I mean, you can't get a better ed ed education here than anywhere else. So, I mean, it's just been great all around. Now, Kevin, um, you know, coming from Arkansas, living in Arkansas, then going to Nebraska, how was the change for you coming to New Orleans? Oh, uh, yeah, it was a big change. So, see, I went from like a like a, a southern hot state to a cold Nebraska coat coat almost every day. Then coming down here and it's hot, so it was a it was a it was a huge change for me. And last year, um, you know. You were getting acclimated to Tulane. Probably wasn't the year you were hoping to have. Um, but this year, man, you've really taken off as, as more of a point forward. Talk about that transition and and what has changed for you in that season. Uh, I feel like last year I just didn't get get to show my capability and uh, just show everything I was able to do. And I feel like this year Coach Hunter has, like, gave me the ability to do that more of that. Um, have you made any adjustments to the way the way you play or to your body or anything that you attribute to this uh, this you know increase in, in from six point nine points a game to four, over fourteen? I mean, all across the board, your stats are up. Yeah, so uh, the all season was a big all season for me. Uh, just kind of just standing in the gym trying to work on my game. That's great, Jalen. It it looks like your numbers are pretty stable across the board, but just watching you play it feels like things are a lot less forced for you this year. Is that something you feel? Uh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, with the addition of Cook, so I feel like last year I had to force a lot of shots and so much of the offense was on me. And, like, I feel like this year is just – that's just not the case. I mean, with Kev playing the way that he plays on offense, I mean, it's just unbelievable. And then you add in Cook and then just Cook and Kev at the same time, that takes a lot of attention off me. So they – can't just focus on me. They have to guard two other guys who can also um, give the defense problems also. 
Well, this year's been a tale of two seasons for you guys. It, it looked like at the beginning in non-conference that it was kind of the same old problems resurfacing um, early in the season. And then we had a three-week hiatus because of COVID. And then straight out of that break, we, we hit the gas and we haven't slowed up. So talk about that, Jalen, a little bit. What happened during that three-week period? Um, well, I, I started at the beginning of the season. I mean, I feel like we we knew we always knew that how good we could be. So we just really didn't know how to just like cope with each other. So I feel like that's a reason why we was losing early on. And then we went on that COVID break and it was like a long break. So when we got back, I feel like we were just really anxious to play, anxious to play. And then we just found out, we just kept finding, we just stayed the course. And then staying the course, we just kept finding ways to win and finding ways to win. And then I feel like that just made us stronger as a team. Kevin, after the that three-week break, you guys won a home game against Memphis, a really close home game that had to give you a lot of confidence. But then you went on the road to Cincinnati and won in a really tough place to play. Can you talk about that? Uh, yeah, I feel like uh, going into Cincinnati, you know, last year we kind of going into Cincinnati last year, it was it was tough for us and we didn't we didn't want the same thing this year and um, kind of just stealing games on the road. I feel like uh, it's a big thing for us in this conference. Yeah. And since you've stolen those games on the road, a couple of them now, you come home and the crowds are different. How's it been coming back to. Devlin and seeing fans in the stands and people that are excited about your team. I feel like that just pumps us up to play even harder uh, with more people in the crowd and stuff like that. And we get more, uh, more, more notice to us. Jalen is, uh, if we're able to, to pull some of these games off in the future, especially some of these home games, um, will you commit to us right now that you'll go out there and dance with coach Hunter in front of the student section? I promise you I'll go out there and dance with Coach Hunter. <laughs> I think he's going to throw his back out if we win too many games. <laughs> so, well, we got a big game tonight. Um, no, no dancing around that. Um, what do you expect Memphis to throw at you, Jalen? Uh, well, I, coming in, you know, the first time we played them, they didn't have a lot of, um, of their big guys that, they had, that they'll have tonight. But, you know, I mean, the game plan doesn't change us. I mean, we just got to go out. We got to play hard. But I expect them to try to go down low, and that's a lot more than they did the first time. You know, we got Kev down there, so I'm not too much worried about that. And I told him, like, I, I got your back, whatever. So we just got to we gotta play hard and just keep showing their fight. And then just like Coach say, we got to turn it into a grinding game. And, you know, as you look at our schedule, all the close games we pretty much won. We just found a way to to win them, and so I feel like we get that we get the game down to that last meter. We got a pretty good chance. And Kevin, one of the things that a team has to do to break through that wall is learn how to win those close games. It's really a skill, learning how to win and getting over that hump. Um, can you talk about that process and? You know, ECU is a game we lost on the road. And after that game, old Tulane would have had a – would have lost three or four more just like it. But we came right back and started winning again. Um, 
after that ECU game, did you look at that as like a fluke and that, hey, that, that jump shot should have gone down and you know what? They beat us, but that was a fluke. Oh yeah, definitely. I feel like I feel like low key. Uh, I feel like um, just it should never got to that point. It should never got to the, like the end of the game where we were in a close game with ECU. I feel like we're twenty points better than ECU. And so, is that confidence something that you feel like at this point is unwavering in the team? That no matter what happens, you're confident that you can come out the next game and win. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. After I've especially after losing. Yeah. And so I feel like personally as a fan watching you guys that last year I hoped we would win some games. I hoped we could stay in the game. This year I expect to win all. Even when we play Houston at home in a couple, you know, a week or two, I expect to win that game. Is that how you feel? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. That's great. Um, well, Kevin, first off, how is the uh, – I want to before we wrap up here. I want to wanted to ask you, how's your ankle? Oh, that's pretty good. I've been doing uh, rehab and getting recovery and treatment all week. So you're ready to go tonight? Oh uh, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> awesome. Um, and Jalen, I'll leave you with this: There's usually when you have a team who starts to play well and starts to win, there are people that may not play a lot of minutes or maybe on the staff who are really unsung heroes of, of your team. Um, is there somebody like that on your staff or on, on the team here that really keeps the guys together or, um, you know, makes things happen behind the scenes that helps you guys win games? Well, I, feel like, um, I feel like there's really everybody on the team. I mean, whether somebody's not playing or whether somebody is playing, I mean, I feel like everybody continues to keep that positive talk within each other. Like when we was down at Houston, and going into half what we was down 11, I think, whole team was just sitting there, like, just giving positive talk, just giving positive talk. But one person that I really say is Sandy. I mean, Sandy just constantly, me specifically, during media timeouts, he's just telling me, stay the course or stay the course. And so I feel like that helps me just go on into the next play to where I won't be worried about if I just messed up or if I just missed a shot. So... Staying the course, I mean, just coming down the next position, I might make that shot or make a right play for my teammates. And so I definitely give a shout out to Sandy on that one. Well, guys, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. I appreciate y'all. Good luck tonight against Memphis and, and the rest of the way. Appreciate thank you. you.